Brand New Runs. My name is Javin. And this is Esther. And what are we talking about today, Esther? So this is another episode of Financial Independence and Dynamic Businesses for Millennials. And today we have another guest with us. Uh, his name is Brian. And he is the founder of Two Bio Travel, which is really big here in Uganda. Uh, Brian is super smart. He's brilliant. And he has very ambitious goals. So I'm very excited to have him on with us. Tell us more about yourself. How can someone describe you and all that stuff? Um, Esther, that was so kind. My name is Brian Amanya. I'm the um, CEO and founder of Two Bio. Yeah, so I just really like want to talk about Two Bio and, and like, uh, the things we are pursuing. Uh, the mm. that we're working towards. Yeah. That's good. So what is Tuvayo Travel all about, if someone doesn't... So actually, the company is Tuvayo, and uh, our first product is Travel, because there was this one time I was listening to Jack Ma, and he was talking about the future, on how there's going to be a, a, an, an online economy, yeah? you know how the economy here in Uganda, like a physical economy has all these ministries, yeah? like Ministry of Tourism, Ministry of Water, whatever, that there's going to be a global economy on travel, a global economy on uh, payments, a global economy on uh, logistics, you know, whereby small companies get to participate in like global commerce. So we, we, I, I saw that as a, as, a, as, a, as a great way to start if we positioned ourselves to tap into that whole global economy vision. Anyhow, so to uh, use a Luganda word for we are everywhere, it really represents the internet, you know, because I don't think there's so many things that can serve people all over the world, you know, uh, other than like the internet. So I wanted something to describe what the internet meant to us, which is Tuvayo, you know, Tuvayo. So Tuvayo is a travel marketplace for users to easily discover and book great experiences and unique homes around the country. Yeah. So maybe it would be interested to know, did you start off uh, with uh, this business straight out of uh, uni or before uni? Like, how did you come up with the idea and why did you decide to start a business as opposed to like a nine to five job? Out of uni, I started by helping my dad. But I would say this, um, during uh, university, that's when I uh, got introduced to some of my friends who are you know, they, they, they always followed these motivation uh, quotes on like Instagram, you know, and, and I picked interest in that. So I started to follow up some of the people that were saying these things, you know, um, um, some of those characters were Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, um, Jack Ma, you know, and, and like I got so fascinated. I looked up their background stories and I noticed these were like ordinary people. You know, but they chose to do extraordinary things. So I, I started following them up religiously. I, cause I, I could relate to it, and I knew um, um, that I could also do something really meaningful. So after uni, I joined my dad briefly in his printing and branding company, cause I tried to do it in a in like a different way. Uh, but my assessment of the industry, I, I knew I could do very little impact on a global scale. Yeah. And so immediately I, I just lost interest because my, my aim was to really impact on a global scale. So I then knew the most obvious thing was to, to do an internet company. So first I think on ideas, what business can I do on the internet? I was thinking of e-commerce because that was like the most obvious. That's what all these big guys are into, you know, and then the idea of, uh, what product in e-commerce can you do? So I failed to zero down on a single uh, product until it just hit me one day I was in Nairobi and I was looking for something to do, like get 
uh, around the city if I could find like this local person to take me around. You know, cheap because I didn't have savings, yeah? <laughs> but I couldn't find that. And I knew there should be like a platform if someone wanted like to meet a local in Nairobi, you know, easily meet up, take me around the bars, take me around the city, show me the cool places, you know? And like, I missed that. So I knew we had to do something. I tried to do some research, but it, it was like, it turned into like a real physical, <laughs> but, uh, uh, like university research, yeah? So it was so hard to find something to do. So I knew something had to be done about this. And then that's, that's, that's where I got the confidence to do like a travel marketplace. On the question of uh, why business are not um, uh, uh, at the nine to five, I, I think uh, the nine to fives are, are defined, yeah? You know, um, uh, you'll be so lucky if you have a wonderful boss who, who probably defines a very big vision for you and that can be fulfilling. But in my experience, I, I didn't have that all, all the because when I was working with my dad, it was sort of defined, these are the clients we work with. This is how much you can do and I wanted to be free. And I knew I couldn't have the freedom to create or impact on large numbers if I wasn't doing something on my own. And so I wanted to do business. Um, um, yeah. So I, I think I just love it for the, for the freedom you have. Yeah. That sounds great. All right. So that's very interesting. I think um, many of us uh, find inspiration when we're outside of Vienna. I don't know why. Um, but okay. So now you have this idea, right? Yeah. Um, why isn't there an experience or travel marketplace or something like this? So take us through the curve of I have the idea, I've done the research mm-hmm. all the way to a fully fledged product. You know, how did that look like for you? How did the curve of development, you know, look like? What steps did you have to go through from yeah. from idea to business? Yeah. All right. So um, just after branding, uh, when I was starting to question um, how I needed a new involvement, I remember Taxify had just come into the country, had, had just launched into the country. And I'd gone to visit my brother at, uh, at his hostel, Nana Hostel. And uh, while there, as I was like done with the visit, time to go home, he tells me, hey, you, shouldn't, you don't need to like board a taxi because the taxi was cheap, you know. Normally, I'd want to use a, a border border to get where I'm going fast, but it was expensive. So he tells me, hey, download the, this app, use it because the border is only 1000 And I was blown out. I'm like, how do they earn, you know? So I install the app. I use it. The border comes. I get on, pay him 1K at the end of the journey. And, you know, I ask him, so how have you made money? And the guy tells me, well, you paid me one k. Taxify doubled the money and paid me two thousand. So now I have three thousand, which made sense to me. You know, um, the border guy was now earning more than he normally earns on that journey, and me, the customer, had paid very little. So I knew this would be big. First, I started to think on let me go to them and tell them how I can blow this up in Kampala, like get so many people using this, and maybe they could pay me for that. So I walk into Taxify. I tell them how I have these Instagram pages. They have some numbers of people where I could portion their message on there because I believe there are so many people in about that opportunity. Yeah. And then they tell me, actually, people know about it. The problem we have is uh, we don't have enough border borders. So uh, now they needed marketing for something else. Then I made a quick math. I knew I could get them the borders. So I told them, I can actually get you the borders as well. Because the borders are making more money than they usually do and they're handling like they're using technology, you know, like that's just the future. So I, I was confident in that as well. 
So I quickly tell them I can get you 1,000 borders in a month if you give me the chance. And they laughed at me uh, because that, that was like super big. I, I, I later got to learn that their targets were around 200 borders a month. So I come here, no experience, uh, never done such a thing. And I tell them I can get 1,000 borders in a month. So when he laughs, he calls the manager of, hey, come and listen to this guy. He wants to get 1,000 borders in a month, you know? So, yeah, she didn't give it attention because, yeah, she thought maybe I didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, but the guy was interested. He asked me how I'm going to do it. So I, had, I just broke it down because I knew if a normal stage in Kampala has about 50 borders, I need two stages a day to get 100, and then in 10 days I will have got 1,000. But I knew I wasn't going to be naive enough to think it's going to work that way, so I gave myself the extra 20 days. So I was very confident, um, yeah. Uh, so he liked it because that's what he really wanted to achieve for the company. Um, they gave me the chance and we worked and got that. So while we taxify, we were able to grow so fast uh, to those numbers. And then as we were growing so fast, I noticed there were some uh, inefficiencies in the way we were working. We were opening the office at 10 a.m., 10, 11 a.m. and closing by 3 p.m. And we were expecting the border guys to work till to work 24 hours. You know, so many of them were calling me, they were unhappy. So I knew we needed to open up a support center, customer care center. And I, to, I, to, I, told, I talked to the management about it, but they were very slow in responding. I used part of the savings. I opened up the, the customer service center. And uh, while there, the numbers started to pick up. Because for me, it made sense. The more numbers, the more money I get. So yeah, and then they started asking, Brian, we hear there's another place, another office of Taxify. So I told them about it, hoping they would be excited to take it up. Uh, but they told me here, the principle is you never open an office in a company's name. That can't be your thing. We need you to close it. You know, because I wanted to hand it over, let them manage it. And because there was, there was clear benefit coming out of it, but they didn't see it that way. So they closed that. I was very frustrated. I decided to use my savings because by then I had the idea of two value already. I decided to use my savings because I paid rent for the place. I decided to use my savings to just get in a team and we start working. So I got some guys on, uh, tech guys, of course. I didn't know how to hire. I just looked around for, can you do this? So I got like a, number, a couple of guys, about four guys, uh, to sit in there. But <laughs> I later noticed they could not code anything, you know, because I wanted something as good <laughs> as that. They were tech guys. So I, and then I wondered, like, you guys told me you could do this, you know, we weren't shifting all the months to run by. My money was going as well, and we had no product. Until one day, I just, uh, I was home. So my neighbor, a family friend, has also done some computer. And then he showed me he showed me a theme. It was a WordPress theme. But I liked it. I'm like, you know what? Can you just make a two-way out of this? You know, and he simply changed the... It was actually an HTML theme. So he changed the titles, what we put in our pictures, the way we wanted to feel. And he basically developed for me an impression. It wasn't working. It was just an impression. So we put it up on the domain, tubayo.com. In fact, that's when I actually got the... The name, at first I thought it was just going to be a travel marketplace. I was still struggling with the name. So when he did that, I knew now I have my platform. What name can I give it? I'm like, so we got the name that evening. Uh, so that, that was the first time I put Tobayo.com out. It wasn't working. It was just, <laughs> it was just a gallery. <laughs> so yeah. So now at least I had that to show like everyone whenever I would get excited, like, I'd go on the phone, put to the images come up. It looked really good, but it didn't function. Uh, and then 
Now the other side, the boys are still working, but I'm getting really frustrated. I think the landlord is starting to demand. And then uh, just one evening, uh, as I'm heading back home, I sit next to my OB from primary and I share with him this idea. This is a guy I didn't even expect. Um, I didn't think he would know this stuff. You know, he tells me I've done computer science. So I show him the product. I tell him how it should function. And because we had this impression, he quickly picked up on the idea and he got the, he got the understanding on how it should work. So I asked him, can you help me do this? He's like, yeah, I can actually help you build that. Ask him how long it would take. He told me four days. I'm thinking, I've been with the team for like three months. You don't even have a product yet. You're telling me four days. So me, I knew uh, this guy can't do can't do anything. It's just, but I I decided to like believe him. I told him, okay, four days. What else? What what do you need from me? He's like, ah, nothing. I'll just quote for you something and share it with you. Yo, in four days he had something for me. I was, I think, the most excited. At least, uh, it. It showed the processes, but it wasn't functioning as well, but it was like a complete thing. But it was all manual, yeah? Whereas I wanted something even users can input and all. Yeah, so he's called Quinton. The first guy that made the impression was called Jordan, uh, African neighbor. And then this guy, my OB, is called Quinton Sebagala. Uh, He's a guy that did... uh, That that made sense, you know, like add pages, uh, add details, but it was all like coded. You could never add the information yourself. But at least something started to look up. Yeah, so from there, uh, I, I, I went back to branding to do like more work, to get money to pay up uh, the developers. And yeah, so while that was up, I was making noise about it, but we we're having no business. So it was around 2018. And then with the branding money, uh, I was just sustaining it, like talking to him now, put some functionality. He started improving it. And uh, I think around October, a guy called Bonnie, saw the site because it was developed, I think, in Python. And he went crazy. He was like, I've always wanted to do coding this. He was just out of school. I remember he looked for me for about four weeks. <laughs> and like, I had no money. I had no business meeting anyone. But he kept, he persisted to look for me. Hey, Brian, I need to see you. I like the product you have. I knew how to make proper noise on the on the internet. So I guess people, <laughs> people would think it's like a proper thing. So the guy looked for me. I finally just gave into the pressure. Okay, okay, we could meet. Uh, then we met and I tell him point blank, I have no money. If you want to contribute on it, that's fine. It's right there. This is what we hope it to be. This is the vision. I think people need convenience in travel. People need to find a big selection on travel and people need to find a good pricing and they should not waste time if they want to book. It was like, I'm in on it. Meeting Quinton in the taxi, telling me he can do it in four days. Like this, these were all unbelievable. So I took a chance on this guy and this guy started to learn on job. Well, he knew how to code, but like he didn't know Python the way he had sold to me. So he started learning on job and uh, he helped put now functionality. Everything was now coming into place and we were having a clear product. So yeah, that's how we worked. And by January 2019, we launched uh, Tobio.com. It was now working so well. So now the task was to get the users. It's a marketplace, so it's double. It's two sides. We get the guys hosting and the customers booking. So what that was going to be the next um uh, um hurdle. But I was determined because I, I think I, I love to market. I love to create impressions. Yeah, but in Jan and then we got our first bookings in uh, April. So for all those five months, we four months we didn't we didn't have a booking. So yeah, that's the journey. <laughs> that's uh, quite a lot of determination, and also yeah, yeah. developers. As uh, someone who works in the tech industry, yeah, you have to be 
um that's why people give programming tests so before you hire a developer oh yeah <laughs> but now i'm, I'm not yeah. a programmer i didn't know what tests to give them so the <laughs> thing i had yeah. are you a developer do you have like a degree in this but i also learned that i'll say this uh, god just comes through for you yeah it just reminds yeah. me of when when you're like a kid you you don't know how you're going to protect yourself you don't know how you know the day is going to go by when you're playing you could be pierced by whatever you have no knowledge on anything so that's how i think because i can't describe how i was at the right in the right cuz I, i don't even like taxis but like that very day when i was using the taxi i was seated next to the guy that developed it this other guy who looked for me for four weeks I didn't even put like an ad looking for developers. This guy just saw a site and he came on. So I can't explain for how those guys joined the journey. I think it's just God coming through. True. Okay. So what resources do you look at? Uh, or do you look at while looking for new opportunities or growing your business? Like what resources are out there that you would recommend? Um, well, I think that's a very good question and hard. <laughs> uh, I think uh, business is really all about vision yeah you have to have your vision right and you have to believe in it um if we are going to be a travel a global travel marketplace i need to know what that means yeah and 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 and, and believing in it is is more like defining what that should be and how you can do that is really goals yeah so uh um uh, yeah define the goals have the vision and uh work fast so The other thing I also use is motivation. Um I think it's underrated. You know, it's it's supposed to be it's something that I feel should be like food, you know, wake up to <laughs> eat every day. Today will be full but you want to eat tomorrow. So always look for motivation. Uh in terms of help me understand resources, what you mean by resources? Maybe online courses, networking and all that stuff because you need to get your business out there. So uh-huh. Yeah. People need the tools and resources. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's true. Yeah, you need people. You, you know, you need to I think just getting excited about your idea is good enough and then just talk to people about it you know because uh, through these people that's where you get that developer that's where you get uh, the first customer that's where you get um, yeah people and and like use teams <laughs> it's a principle i started to believe in even after relating it to the bible um, about jacob how he was blessed because he had 12 children that could easily become a nation you know instead of isaac who had just two Uh, that was Jacob and Esau, and, uh, right? So, so I started to believe in teams. So, yeah, and uh, it's just being stubborn about it. <laughs> Very yeah. interesting. All right, Brian, talk to us about how you choose the right people to work with, whether business partners or teams. I mean, you've had a very interesting story about how you chose your initial team, but mm-hmm. now that you know what you know and you're doing really well, um talk to us about how you ideally go about choosing the right people to work with. Yeah. I think the right people um are basically those that get excited about uh, the thing you're doing. Yeah. Well, you could set a minimal standard, maybe qualifications and all, you know, uh, so that you don't go through the whole training process. But if someone gets excited about what you're doing, that person is right for you. Uh, and also, uh, I think you just have to be willing and open to people because I think the best people, are, you, never, you never see it coming, like the best people that will 
will be a, like one of the best guys on, on the team is my brother <laughs> my young brother you know he's i didn't think uh, um, um when he joined he was just excited when i met the cuts the tobacco cuts that were doing the photo shoots around around the yeah. universe you know he just jumped onto it and he started when we decided okay i'll get everyone in my class take a picture with it from class i'll get everyone at the faculty then everyone in the university you know and he's been so active so i think and then there is this thing about it's not really about the team i feel like somehow you have to be so into your business you will feel the missing part yeah and and when you feel the missing part be open to those people joining in but the the trick i think is really them getting excited about the vision and i've noticed even if you paid like in uganda here even if i paid someone 5m if they're not excited about it there's going to be almost zero value from them but if i told someone hey we don't have money this is what we're working on and they're excited i'll get more value from them so and it's like i don't think i'm an expert yet on a team i'm open to people and i know everyone can contribute something so yeah mine is always if if we really come to conversation terms i guess now yeah. it's excited and then i just let it all work out yeah yeah all right um okay as we conclude talk to me about how you sustain the income in your business you know you're a startup which means there's not a lot of floating money but how do you um use the little that you have wisely and um to do the most that it can yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um yeah so definitely you have the vision right you know where you're heading you know and and like once the vision is done you then have to come back to the present day and its challenges I, I would say this we're not about the money but I also know we, we need to make like a profit or we need to make money that can sustain us otherwise we'll just close business so uh, some of the ideas we did was to engage in active travel like organizing tra- trips you know so we did in fact why we got to do them per week it's not because we needed a challenge it was because uh we noticed if i can make it so cheap people will jump on even if we made off profit of like 200 300k over 10 people that meant we were making off just 30k you know in fact our plan was if we can make off 15k per person and we take 20 people that's 300k so people could easily jump on because normally a company wanted to make off over 200 just from one person so i knew we were going to price so low uh, get people to come our way so that we are guaranteed we have like 300k a week and then either we start to do those two times a week and we do it every week so that we have cash flow coming because i knew the first month i made i knew i needed like 1.5 to run the business like to pay the boys and and like keep them working so I had to recognize that and that find a way around that. So we started the trips, you know, we made them so low that people would easily join and then we started to do them consistently. Just for us to keep getting the money. <laughs> and then it turned out that it was a good impression of hey, these guys are moving fast, these guys are working, so we also kept it up. We noticed it also had a great marketing uh, benefit to us. And um that was when like people didn't believe in us like the grants and whatever, so we knew we had to work that way. and then later get to learn of oh there is actually money out there for people to give you to keep developing your product the grants so we also now start to apply those so one of my biggest roles right now is just to make sure there is cash flow for the business you know and now it's no longer about do we have money for next week and the coming week now i start to think on do we have money for two years yeah so yeah. um yeah i just think 
yeah, getting to design and, and, and so now I know we need the product and how it should work. And then the other thing is uh, the realities of we need the money to operate. And and thank God we make off some margins of even our products already. So, uh, but but that may not be sustainable until we firmly take on the market. So now my role becomes how do I uh, know and accurately uh, um, measure how much money uh, um, we need for like two years at least. And how do I raise that or how do I find that? So, yeah. So I can hey. have to go back to the product. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have been on a couple of your trips and I think they're amazing. Yeah. So, <laughs> Thank you. Um, everyone, please, yeah, <laughs> travel with Tobio. All right. So for our last questions, what are the three top benefits of being self-employed? Um, um, if you had three, yeah. Right, three? Um, uh, yeah. I think you get, you get to create stuff, yeah. Um, uh, self-employed well it's freedom that's one and like you can define what you want how much money you want to make but i think uh like personally what what really excites me is i get to create stuff i get to create it the way i want it to be i get to create a product knowing right now it's in over five thousand people uh, uh they have it on their phone and i get to to design the way it should feel the way it should work um, and the team is excited. So I think that's very fulfilling, knowing we are impacting and influencing all those people, you know. And also, like, the most inspiring bit is how we've created this uh, uh, new way people can earn money. Yeah, like recently, uh, the ghetto experience, uh, the, someone in the ghetto, you know, got to take people around, Ugandans around the ghetto, you know, and earn money from it. So for me, such things uh, are really exciting so I, I got to define the way i want to work in in being <laughs> being being like self-employed like starting a business um so is there anything that you want to tell the millennial runs listeners anything at the top of your mind anything about your work or any advice anything so um i think uh i think there's 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 a big chance for us to all be great to all be extraordinary yeah, so I think if you're out there, <laughs> you can decide now, choose to be extraordinary, choose to be great. Yeah, just find that passion, find that thing you love to do and uh, do it. And maybe uh, just like appreciating my team, you know, these, these people work really hard. They believe in the vision. I'm so, I'm so lucky I'm working with such smart people. Uh, yeah, just shout out to them. To Boris, to Alvin, to Drani, to Uza, to Bonnie, to Joel, to Jordan to Samantha and to Trevor, yeah, Seba Gala Quinton, yeah, um, uh, Ronnie's, all those guys are like really, really great. So yeah, to the millennials, um, let's all do great work. Let's let's stop this thing. Let's just do great work. <laughs> Whatever you choose to do, whether it's in a nine to five, just decide to do it in a great way. Yeah. yeah. Alright, thank you for that. That's quite an interesting story from yeah. Brian. And also I think you forgot to mention so where where can people find you if you want to connect with Tuva your travel yeah. oh, and yeah. the other products that you have. Yeah. We have a website, it's tubayo.com and it's a beautiful website. Uh, we also have our app on Android, uh Tubayo, search for it. Also follow us on our socials, Tubayo Travel on, on, on Instagram. To buy travel on Facebook, to buy travel on uh, Twitter. Yeah, we'll, we'll be happy to follow back. We, I think we'll sense that you want to follow and we'll follow you before you follow us. So. 
people. <laughs> yeah, and we'll also leave the links in the description in case you can find them and you can yeah. check them out. Yeah, yeah and it's really a good story to hear from um, a fellow millennial you're doing really great. And I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, it was really a good one. And yeah, leave us some comments and some questions for Brian and for also for Tubayo if you have any queries or things you want to know more about his business and his journey and then we'll be sure to to answer or let uh, let him answer the questions as well so yeah see you in the next episode see you everyone thank you Hi everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Millennial Runs. We are loving your feedback. Please keep it coming. We release episodes every Monday, so make sure to catch us on your favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Follow or subscribe, plus leave us a comment or rating. Keep updated by following us on our Instagram at millennialruns.pod. See you in the next episode. Bye. We're excited to announce the launch of Big Box, an e-commerce platform set out to empower young Ugandan entrepreneurs and artisans to showcase their exceptional workmanship to a global audience. Check out their website at BigBoxUG, follow Big Box on Instagram at BigBoxUG and like their Facebook page, BigBoxUG, for more information and share with a friend. If you'd like a business shout-out or brand feature, please reach out to us at millennialrants.hi at gmail.com or via Instagram at millennialrants.pod.